Yo, episode 122 of the Goddamn Fools Podcast is Evan. Eric. Bianca. What up? <laughs> Happy What's Memorial on, Day. Bianca, I guess y'all not celebrating Memorial Day because you're not in America. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Even if we were celebrating Memorial Day, it's a pandemic. What are we really doing? Is it? Cookouts I- are dead. Could have fooled me. There's no beach. Could have fooled me to let social media looking. Nah, street no. niggas is out. Niggas out in these streets. I tell you, nobody care no more. So they just, niggas just gonna get sick. It don't even it's matter gonna, no more. It's man. gonna be over for real, for real. Mm, we gonna do? <laughs> Die, nigga. That's what we gonna do. <laughs> Gotta go someday, right? You know. At at this point, I feel like you're either like mentally drowning in in being stuck in the house and your life being flipped upside down, or you're just gonna go outside and get sick and potentially die. Yeah, pretty much. These are the two options. Like, I can't even tell you how many people like I've had reach out to me in just maybe the last week and a half alone. Like, yo, I don't know what to do anymore. What do I do? Like, mentally, what do I do? Like, how do I keep myself sane? And I almost feel like I don't necessarily have the answers because I'm trying to figure that out for myself. Like the same way that everybody else is, it just is either, either option is severely unhealthy. Like staying in the house and trying to protect yourself from the virus at this point is so bad for your mental health, going outside and risking catching the virus bad for your physical health. There is no winning, (laughs) but the going outside part is it's not only bad for your physical health, it's bad for other people's physical health. You staying in the house is only bad for your, yours, not other people's. Right. So I get, Listen, I get <sighs> both sides of it at this point. I really do because I think from my perspective, even for me, like I'm back in therapy making sure that like, you know, I'm – trying to kind of figure out how to deal with my own shit but there are days like i can't even get out of bed like my husband literally has to pick me up and get me out of bed because this is just not normal for me like being in the house all of the time not having any kind of structure not working not going to school not having any kind of social contact barely seeing outside it's just really really unhealthy so it's difficult like i i can understand the mindset of people like, okay, I'm going to go outside and like try to be protective of myself and whatever. Now the people who were just like, fuck it, we're going to the bar, we're going to the club and we're just going to get drunk and not wear masks. And not there's there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a happy medium. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to volunteer as tribute at this point, God bless. Motherfuckers sharing hookahs. Look, <laughs> I'm boats. We knew it was going to happen. We called it. Niggas, niggas playing. Yeah. What is it? Called? What's it called niggas when you're in the pool? No is it chicken? What's it called when you're in the pool and they on your shoulders? Is it, what's it, is mm, it chicken? Chicken. chicken. Niggas yep. playing yeah. chicken speak in the facts. pool. Speak facts. <laughs> speak facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, stay it's, away it's from difficult. me, dog. That's all I'm saying. Stay away from me. It's over, big bro. You know, nobody yeah. cares no more. Ah, you know, it, it's been I it's think, been two months. It's yeah. summertime. It's about to be summertime. I looked at the weather report. It's gonna be eighty. Here in, in for a few days in a row with the sun out, you know yeah, it just don't it's matter. About eighty here today. You know I just, you know, and you think about the people that are like like, like, for the past two months, like people's lives have changed. Like my life changed drastically. Like it yeah, all fell yeah, apart. Yeah. So just being in the house has been like it's been too much. So it was 
it's really difficult. And I think like, like you said, like a lot of people's lives have completely fallen apart. And some people will say, well, like you're home and you don't really have to pay anything or whatever. But especially when you're somebody who's used to being a high performer, like like me, for instance, I've always been very busy, very structured, working, school, et cetera. All of that has ended. Yeah. And then like a couple weeks ago, the job that I had lined up fell through oh. over some like bullshit technicalities. So mm -hmm. I've been mm -hmm. trying to like mentally mourn that. Like literally they denied my permit to work in the state because the company that I was working for is an LLC and not a PLLC. What's the P? So, uh, uh, professional limited liability. I feel like company. this is a na naughty by nature song. Uh, but yeah. Yo, and the thing is, is that none of that was in, like, when you apply for your license, you have, like, a whole site that you have to go on and go through all the requirements. None of this was listed. So I waited all this time, paid $400 for this application, and now mm. I have to find another so job if I want to work. I, I'm confused. Are they, the state doesn't, rec so are they not in business already? They are in business, but they have separate rules for people who are fully licensed as opposed to people who are working towards their license. Yeah. So <laughs> a complete nightmare. And it was something that I was really like hedging my bets on because it was the one thing I was looking forward to to give me back some of my normalcy. I was really looking forward to getting back to work. I was really looking forward to making money again. I mean, I haven't worked since March. I haven't made money since March. I was hoping that my unemployment was going to come through. I haven't heard anything from the state of Connecticut on that. So, and I mean, again, we're okay financially, thank God, because of my husband's positioning, but it's frustrating for yeah. me to not be making my own money. And then I'm pregnant, you know what I mean? So we were hoping on two incomes going into like the baby coming. That's not mm -hmm. coming now, mm -hmm. you know, and nobody wants to hire somebody who's almost seven months pregnant. Let's be real. And either they did want to hire me, I can't go to a physical job. Right. I'm pregnant and there's a fucking virus everywhere. A so it's pandemic. like, mm. yeah. yo, there's, there's yeah. no winning for me. I'm just so mentally, I've been very frustrated. And then I finally found in my research, a PhD program that would really work for me. It's APA accredited. It's a five-year program, this and that, but the requirements are a little sticky. So I wouldn't be able to start it this year because it begins in September and obviously the baby is due. So I would have to wait until next September. But once the second year comes, I have to start a practicum. So basically I'd have to be on site seeing clients. Mm -hmm. The only way I could do that is if I work under a U.S. clinical psychologist, and which is fine. I could probably find one here on base right. if I tried. But the other stipulation is that they have to be overseeing other students as well. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, just fuck me sideways then. And then the rest of it is fine. But then in your fifth year of the program, you have to apply for an internship and you'd have to be back to the States. But that actually lines up with how long we're going to be here. So it would be perfect. Right. I just wouldn't be able to figure out the practicum part. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can't really find jobs. I'm trying to figure out school. And so everything for me just kind of came melting down. And I think, you know, like for all of us who are going through stuff like this, the over, like the overarching theme is we're all grieving. Like, you know, I think a lot of people think grief is just uh, related to losing a person in your life, but it's not, you know, we've lost normalcy. We've lost jobs. We've lost social connection. We've lost, um, goals, you know, yeah. goal setting dead. 
yeah. stay alive is the goal at this point. You know what I mean? Stay sane. Um, so there's a lot of grief involved in, in what's happening for all of us. It's difficult. Yeah. Sorry. I As you're talking, I took a sip. The cap wasn't on all the way, and I spilled fucking water all over me. Uh- <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking soaked. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Do you need a moment? No, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's we've, We're all fucked up. Everything. Life. I mean, life has fucking changed dramatically for all of us. But yeah. we still have, like, again, and here it comes. We can't let emotion, because it's, it's, it's all emotions at this point, right? And we have to. Try not to let emotions affect our judgment too poorly. Right. But I, like I think, I think Eric said, I think there is a happy medium. Yeah. Like you know, I think you can go outside, try to maintain some normalcy, try to to be social with people without actually being you know around other households and all that without being like fuck it i'm just gonna go to the bar and get drunk around you know 800 strangers or go to a pool <laughs> yeah. party like we've seen over the weekend you know i yeah. i do think there is a happy medium I like mean, i think there's a way to have cookouts without everybody being on top of each other i think it's possible you just have to be very careful yeah and then i mean you still got to deal with the touching and stuff maybe everyone <laughs> byob bring your own buns <laughs> mm. Yeah, and just know, deal with the burgers. Beer, that that could be a way. Bring like your your own plates and plasticware, whatever the hell you're gonna use to eat with. And all you got to do is, I don't Separate know, break the seating out. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely ways to be safe about it, but people aren't doing that. That's the problem. Yeah, they're not no, doing they've that. All that. They're fucking. Yeah, no one cares. They're fucking. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, and again, if it was just them and they're only putting their li- own lives at risk, fuck it, do you. But my thing is, you're right. putting others, you're putting others' lives at risk. Trump wanted to open up churches, and it's like, yo, all the Amen. old, old people go to church. Weekend, so. Old people go to church. That was exercise, though. All the other old people in the nursing homes just died. Not all, obviously. I'm, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now you want to bring it to, and then now today a, a report came out that he, uh, he's threatening to take his convention out of North Carolina if out they don't, Charlotte. if they don't make yeah. it full if capacity. Full, if they get him a full house. What yeah. uh, when is that supposed to? When is that scheduled for? Do you know? They pushed the they pushed the DNC back to August. Okay. Uh, the national conventions are usually in July. Okay. So yeah, I mean, wh- what? You're the president, bro. He don't care. He don't. Well, you know, hundred thousand people have died. He went to play golf, my nigga. He had to go golf. Yeah. He was exercising. He exercised the day in his life, but he went to exercise playing golf this weekend. What you mean? All so, that shit is dead. Know, yo. So, so the second wave gonna come. We all gonna be back in the house. Don't worry. Don't worry, Evan. You are gonna get your but, wish. But that's not that's not what I want. That ain't get, my wish. You, know, you can get your wish. Don't worry. <laughs> Nick's gonna be back. In my the wish. House. Give us some time. Is get it. Nip this shit in the bud now, so we don't ever have to do this again. That's oh, no, my wish. That. <laughs> no, that's all right. The thing is, that because I don't want to do this again. Oh, you gonna do I it. don't even know if that's possible. That's the problem. Like we see right now that China is in a second wave after everything they did. And mm. it's interesting because I have a friend who works um, for like a lot of like uh, fashion and makeup companies. Like she works in like marketing mm. for them in California. And she was saying how because China is on a second lockdown, it's stalled once mm-hmm. again a lot of those yep. productions. 
So they have no idea if any lines are coming out this year, like what's happening economically. There are no answers whatsoever. And so I don't even know. And I think this is where people are, you know, it's like cognitively they're struggling to like weigh the benefits versus what they're experiencing because we don't even know that doing all this will prevent a second wave. We have no idea because we've seen countries now who have done way better jobs of social distancing than we did have to close down again Mm -hmm. and again because of second and even like tertiary waves. So that just shows like, they're not taking this serious enough, I think. Yeah. Because no, if you're if no, you're if, if these countries are shutting down and still having cases and we're opening back up, what the fuck is gonna happen if we had to shut down in the first place? Are we just never gonna unless we just never shut down again and say fuck it, y'all on your own? That's a possibility. That's oh, that's oh, that's gonna be the that's the next thing. That's a possibility. They're, not, they're gonna be like, well, we'll we'll do a light shutdown where you know some things will be closed or they'll go back to have a restaurant, maybe restaurants doing delivery only, but because there'll be the, the sacrificial lamb and all this, but like retail, right. stores and all that, they're they not going through this again. They're already dead as it is. Victoria's Secret just filed for Chapter 11. They closed it on 250 brick-and-mortar stores. Yep. Penny filed for bankruptcy as well. They shut Damn, out a bunch no of more, stores. No more love spell, bro? Amen to that. Some <laughs> things have to go. Glad it, glad it, glad it could be that. Jesus Christ. The hood rat and smells that, supreme. Uh, hurts the rental, the rental, the rental company. They just filed for bankruptcy is done. too. Yep. They, they well, done they're, and they're they, not I think done, but they're the they're rental. close to be done. It's like bankruptcy protection. Shit, there's different type five yeah. levels of bankruptcy. So, yeah. but this yeah. is the first step. So they filed. First step to being done, close to the. And I think the first casualty was J Crew. You know the preppy preppy store. Yep. They filed early. They filed. I think back in April, sometime they were they filed for bankruptcy. So they're not gonna let mm-hmm. all of them die out. They already bailed out. They already bailed out the airlines because you can't do anything without without the airliners with cargo, people traveling back and forth, all that shit. So I think if they shut down again, like I said, it'll be small retails, your mom and pops, restaurants will be the casualties of war. They'll let them yeah. go by the fucking wayside and everything else. They'll let rock. It's That's fucking, what's it's disgusting, happen, bro. bro. It's disgusting. Capitalism has to have winners it's and disgusting. losers. That's the way it works. It is. Give, just give Americans free health care and then bail out who the fuck you want. Motherfuckers would be no, much happier no. if that was the case. Not even free. We'll pay taxes on that and shit taxes, because we won't have to pay out of pocket elsewhere. Make. What you mean, nigga? They got too much money you, to make. You know what's crazy is I just wish that Americans were paying attention in this moment to realize how much money is actually bullshit. Money is not backed by anything in this world no. right now. It, God, it doesn't. No. There, there, literally, money is printed. There is nothing that exists behind it that we own to validate it and make it worth anything. It doesn't really ex- It's a farce. Like, I literally. I say 70s, 60s, 70s. Up until then, dollars backed by gold. Yep. They went to credit sometime around then. But you see, just March, they've came up with six trillion dollars. They just pulled it out the air, signed it in. It's just six trillion dollars. Who who knows? They didn't even probably physically print that much money. They just said that's how much money we're putting into this. Yep. It's all electronic. It's all imaginary. To to, to some extent, it doesn't truly exist. It's not. It's not backed by anything, like you said, because it's it's just credit. 
And yeah. our credit's probably like a 500 right now, so it really don't matter. I think that's being generous. You know, probably need a co-signer, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do I do? What do we do? Ain't shit Just sit too, back, man. get some popcorn, watch gotta, the shit show? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. Barnum? Once they yeah. figure out they can't print anything else, because they're you know, they going to keep throwing money at this. they talking about doing a second round now. A stimulus checks. The Dems wanted to do a monthly payment of $2,000 a month to everybody. But that's not going to pass. I, don't think, I think they already killed it in, in the Senate. So, you know, there's no really, there's no real end in sight. It's just, no. we're just playing it by ear. So that's why people are just sick of it. And it's like, fuck it. Open it up. Who cares? Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Because now you can, it's, it's spring, about to be summer here on the East Coast, you know, New York, D.C., financial and the political centers of the country. Again, in the summer months, niggas is good and tired of being in the house. It's fine in March when it's cold, being in the house. Ain't nobody going nowhere to know it. That's more of a choice than a pandemic. June. Exactly. But now it's warm out. You've seen it already. Once the bars open back up, you'll see niggas out. Like, they already let people drink, eat, go out on the patios and eat. Mm-hmm. So you, you figure restaurants are probably at 10, maybe 20% capacity, depending on how big their patio is. Creating a, and then so. they're creating their own street patios. Yep. Big facts. My town, my town shut down the whole street so motherfuckers could have patios. Got money I mean, to make, baby. Yeah. Patios, bro. You, you know, you think, but you think about it too. Patios, restaurants have patios. It's an extra stream. It's just extra. It's extra tables, so there's extra chances, extra money in the, in the warmer months here. So they got they got a leg up. Like I drove by Fridays the other day, going. I forgot where I was going, and. They put tables outside under canopies. Yeah. In the middle of Waterbury. Because mm-hmm. they need people to come they need people to come eat and sit down and eat so they can get some extra money. That's that's just, that's the reality. That's how real shit is right now. Alright. Y'all going to restaurants? Y'all going to eat on yeah. out on the patio? No. I can't, man. I'd love to lie to you and say I wouldn't do it, but the way I'm feeling right now, man. <laughs> look. As an usually pretty you. upbeat. As a nigga who's pretty, pretty up being happy, eight ninety percent of the time, there's ten percent that's going on right now. Woof! I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm pretty down, my nigga. So, um, you might see your boy on the patio, drunk as a skunk, trying to act like life ain't really happening. Man, it, it's it's hard, like, and it's hard for me because I, I know other people don't see an end in sight, but I literally see no end in sight for myself for this because. I'm going to have a newborn in the house. So, like, I can't see even just being like, you know what? I'm going to go get a haircut. Like, I'm going to risk it all. I'm going to go get a haircut. Like, I can't see it for myself. Like, I don't know when. There's been reports of barbers who tested positive with coronavirus went and cut hair and didn't tell their fucking patients. Or patients. Their clients. Yes. Yes. I see two stories like that. I don't trust anybody, bro. I don't trust none of y'all. I don't trust over, any of y'all. I don't. Over 140 people were exposed don't. to the virus because two yeah. hairdressers two or barbers hairdressers. decided yeah. to I, cut I, hair. I, yes. I don't trust nobody. Yeah. I don't trust none of y'all. I don't, yo. I understand it. I do. Like I said, I see, 
I've gotten to the point where we've been in this long enough that I see both sides. And I'm somebody who started quarantining pretty early because of being pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. so from early March, I mean, I think I came and recorded with you guys once, but other yeah, than going yeah, to my doctor's appointments, I was not out. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, we're, it's the end of May. <laughs> I have not been anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I started working from home in January, like December, January. So I was already not doing much as far as outside goes. Right. That's fine. Not working, not being able to go nowhere, not seeing anybody other than the people that live in this house has been a lot. Yeah, some other, I had some other shit going too. I, it's a struggle, bro. Like just being in the house, yeah. not being able to do nothing. I, I get it, bro. No, no can do. I'm not a, like, I don't go out social aspect wise a lot, but I work all the fucking time and I was coaching for fucking, you know, fall, fall, winter. I'm coaching five, six months straight. Mm -hmm. My son's playing basketball. So I'm at basketball games. So we would talk about how tired I used to be because I would have like a 24 hour between Saturday and Sunday where I would have to my, like have to myself to actually sit back and not have to really do anything and now that 24 yeah. hours is i mean and that's and that's on top of less money coming in and all that shit mm-hmm. i get it bro like i get it but I, my health our health is more important to me right and you have kids in the house so it's yeah 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 you got a little you got you got kids in the house you know you got kayla there with you too even even that's rough and that's my only sacrifice i guess not my only sacrifice um but one of my sacrifices is still allowing, you know, allowing my son, like not really like harping on my son about what he's doing, trying to preach to be safe because he don't live here. He's not here full time. So right. he's going there for three, four days, coming back here for three, four days, depending on the week, depending on how he's feeling. So it's like now I got to trust that he's doing everything over there. And I'm just like, Ugh! but that's where it's like, all right, that's the only thing I'm not going to really push back on because I'm not going to go these months without seeing my Spending my spending time with my son and seeing my right. son and you know because it's still important right, to right. be around because like if I stop being around my kid and yeah, that, I mean I guess that's, yeah. that's another question I mean I should probably ask social media this I wonder how people are co-parenting through this that's very difficult that's very difficult it gotta be. especially if like one parent is an essential worker and the other isn't like I know I've seen some like uh people talking about their parenting situations online. And I know like, especially for essential workers, a lot of them are staying away from their kids and haven't seen their kids in months. Yeah, I've seen my yeah, yeah. talking you, about that too, yeah. If you in the, uh, the coronavirus ER, like, nah, you stay, you gotta stay away from your kids, yeah. Yeah, but like COs, people yeah, who are, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They're in contact, that shit is scary, man. You got young kids, especially like, I couldn't imagine the guilt of bringing that home to your child. You know what I mean? And unknowingly, like, because it's not like you're being right. irresponsible. Why you just going to fucking work? Can't do nothing about it. Yeah, man. I've been I've been working the last last week, and then I worked like two days before. I've been all my my schedule's been all over the place. I'm going back this week, starting tomorrow for four days, and then I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, they're having a rotation of the same. So I'm when I go in, I'm the it's the same four same two people or same one person I'm working with. And then like two other people, Mm -hmm. but like we're only touching the same shit. We're not touching other people's shit. And it's, I'm the only one touching it for four days. So that puts me a little bit more at ease and I still Mm -hmm. wipe it down even Mm -hmm. though, cause you never know. But 
Right. It, it's and then wearing the fucking mask, yo. I I salute the healthcare workers. Granted, I mean, but the the fucking mask, awful. you can't breathe in them shits, bro. No, no. And they're actually saying now, like people with asthma, they're saying for them to not wear masks, which is interesting because they're talking about opening up schools. And they're talking about opening up schools and they want kids wearing masks for the full school day. And like, so for instance, my godson has asthma and because the masks are so constricting, which they're supposed to be in order to work, somebody with asthma puts on a mask. They can't fucking breathe. Yeah. He's putting on, he's breathing back in CO2 any goddamn way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's nightmarish. You can't expect kids to social distance, bro. That ain't like, no, no, it's not realistic. You can't. You can't. So I don't how how is that gonna go? Are they gonna be back to this shit in, in the fall? They, which they can't do that either because now the sit the towns and cities with more money have better system in place than the mm-hmm. poor towns. The Yep. Waterbury which we've already seen. Waterbury can't even get in touch with thirty percent of the kids. Like yep. on the phone. They can't even get in touch with them. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was going to be the case for Waterbury. As soon as I seen everybody going to a work uh, school from home system, I knew it because Waterbury is a poor city. We grew up there. We know. I knew this was going to crash and burn. The schools weren't prepared. The Board of Ed wasn't prepared. Other towns in Connecticut had this from from January had started planning for kids to be in school, uh, to be schooled from home, had electronics ready, had full like changes of mm-hmm. like um, plans for their teachers all worked out, transitioned smoothly. Waterbury. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. And they fucked up, too, by saying it's not really going to count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, it like, sucks so all around. What am I around. doing this for? Kid, kids, like, kids are like, I ain't gonna count that. Not doing it. Can't do it. Like, and I feel bad for kids, like, especially high school kids. My brother-in-law won Athlete of the Year. He didn't get to play in his final basketball game, like the state championship. Um, you know, he's not getting to go to his senior prom. He's not getting to go to his senior graduation. Like, it sucks for him. You know what I mean? This would have been a huge year for him. He probably would have got awards, all kinds of things, ceremonies. All of that's dead. And as somebody who, like, I know a lot of people didn't enjoy high school. As somebody who did, as somebody who has, like, great memories going to proms and things like that, you know, I mourn for those kids because they're never going to get to do that. And you only get one shot in life to do it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. (laughs) What, what, What? What's next? What's next? There's I'm no. Afraid, I'm afraid what the answer to more that question is. <laughs> more I, of the I, same. I, we more need... disappointment. Yeah, but if we don't have great yeah, leadership, then what? Because we don't. No. <laughs> no. And all around, Not... this ain't this ain't Republican Democrats. This ain't no. all around. We don't have fucking great leadership. No. We'll see, bro. It don't, don't it don't know. look great. I'll tell you that. I don't know. But every time motherfuckers are doing like this. I'm being extra cautious for the next two weeks because I don't know what like <laughs> everybody out. This oh yeah. weeks. Everybody out. Damn, it's June next week. You talking about you talking about next two weeks? It's June, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is over. Yeah. The beaches are open. This is not stopping. They're not going back inside. Just <laughs> well, <laughs> stop. Stay away from me. It's a rapsky, nigga. I'm no. I'm talking about me personally. The next two weeks, like I'll because stay away from you because no, it could. You know, you, 
you'll see the what's the word? I don't know. There's a word there, but uh, oh. I can't find oh, it. No. The spike. Oh, the, the number? spike. There we number? go. Yeah. There we the go. Number? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be watching oh, that closely the next two weeks. It already started. If it don't go up, if it don't go up and it's straight, I might be like, you know what, yo, let's go to a patio. Let's go to a patio. Uh, that, and that's, I said this on Twitter the other day. I was like, you know what? You people want to hunger games it out and like volunteer as tribute. Fine. What this does for us who are staying in the house still is lets us know in a couple of weeks, if you're all not dead, then maybe we can actually go outside. That's where I'm at with this. <laughs> like it sucks, but I have come to the, the understanding in the past four years, especially that half of the country is at least mildly mentally incapacitated. And if they want to continue to be that way and go outside and, and be the targets for whatever is happening out there, God bless, more power to you. I'm going to allow you to take, you know, the L for us all. But they're doing that and then going visiting people who aren't doing that and then giving it to those people and killing those people. Well, you can't visit people who don't, let you so that again is a choice but you be trying to get, they be trying to guilt trip people yo people be lying bianca that's the thing they be lying well again that is your choice whether you let people in your household or not oh no when you start letting people in your house i'm not talking know. about me right i'm not talking about me i'm talking about people yeah, i so love about i'm talking about people for? i love that's this ain't about me, Eric. I'm not worried for my life, yo. I promise you, this is not about me. I'm worried for other people I that I care about. That's what long, I'm worried for. How long have we been telling you for the, for the past 10 years? You can't worry about nobody else. No, you can't I'm, want I'm it more than they do. I've people. been telling you this. Oh. You can't want it more than they do. They gotta let it happen, bro. Once my, once my mother got the virus and got over it, that was that's it for me. I can't worry about anything else other than my immediate households. Cause I, I mean, I'm obviously my friends, but like, I, I can't even y'all you're going to, you're grown, you're going to do what you're going to do. And I, after being in the house for three straight months, I get it. <laughs> like I'm trying not to judge at this point because uh, there's li literally like either the suicide rate is going to go sky high or people are going to go outside, get Corona and either live through it or die through it. I, we're literally getting to that point. You know what's not contagious? Suicide. It, Mm -hmm. You need to be a little bit fair on that. that. <laughs> you, you need to be a little bit fair on that because it it can be in certain situations. And, and you know with what this, I mean. You careful. can't catch that shit from a nigga touching you or sneezing on your face. You can't catch. I know what you're saying. But, but we, in, in you know, one everybody, everybody doesn't look at it the it same can way. Spread. Yeah, in, in a household, it can spread. If your child kills themselves because they've been locked in a house for three months. The, Everybody in the household is now more likely to suicide after that because it it's, you know, these are things that are real that happen in households. Right. I, I get what you're saying, when, but that's not what I'm saying. But I get what you're saying. I think, I think you're being a little too pragmatic about it. You're thinking, you're thinking too logically about it. People's emotions are logical. If it was all logical, we'd all just stay in the fuck out. That's but my point. You're being too pragmatic, Evan. You, got, you, you can't. You're being way too pragmatic about it. I think people have been logical for a good amount of time. Some people, because some people have not cared about this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, grief is a weird thing. And I think people are grieving normalcy because they feel unhealthy. And there's really only so much they can do about it. It's tough. Yeah. Anyway, you are a year older. Oh, yeah. Happy belated birthday. 
Thank you. Y'all niggas mm. 10 days late. Damn. It's like, nah. Well, no, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm fucking with y'all. I'm fucking with y'all. We spoke to you on your fucking birthday. Rude. Just drag them. Yes, I am 33. 33. Jesus died at age 33. That means that's 32 shots from twin Glocks. That's 16 apiece. That's 32. Uh, Come through, uh, Nas. Come through. Uh, what up, the Nas. fuck was Nas talking about? <laughs> that shit was so hard That's when I was bad math. That shit was so hard Project when I was fourteen, Matthew though, bro. That shit was so hard when I was fourteen. It's so much math. I could never. I was like, <laughs> Nah. He started. He started. He started counting stuff. He's like, Oh shit! I gotta. I gotta fix right. this. That I means it's count. one shot from something. He's. He went on about that one shot. And so, a lot of I, math. Yeah, I don't know. The, the song was fire, so motherfuckers let it slide. <laughs> yeah, 33 a year older. Yo, the only thing is like, damn, yo, like, you only get so many Friday birthdays, and my shit happened during the fucking yeah, pandemic. Too. Oh, there was definitely <laughs> my, last, <laughs> my last three or four birthdays. I was on my apartment. My last three or four birthdays been on a fucking bum-ass weekday. My birthday's always yeah. on a Wednesday, dog. It never Yo. fails. I just look at the calendar like, why? <laughs> Who's doing anything on a Wednesday? So, so that was the the Don't only thing. That. I was like, damn. Like last damn. last time you had your birthday on a Wednesday, I was very drunk in in the, in McFarlane's on a Wednesday. No, a Tuesday. I take that back. Yeah, but you had to go and, home at one a.m. No, instead of two a.m. Yeah, that was a whole fucking hour, damn. bro. Yeah, it was trash. It didn't matter. And I went to work the next day. Blessings. Happy birthday. Oh, man. <laughs> I was in the car half drunk. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Fuck my birthday. Every... Gotta keep that same energy, but, right? Uh, <laughs> fuck everybody else's birthday. Fuck my uh, birthday. It didn't matter. Like, it is. I had to work. I went to work. My, my dwindling sanity can't take any more of this, so I want to laugh at Joe Biden. Let's on laugh at Joe class. Biden. Speaking of dwindling Oof. sanity. Oh, Lord. Why is, he so bad at, why is he so bad at speaking in public? Oh, Lord have mercy. He's bad at it. So he was, he, was, he, was, he was up there with Charlemagne for about 18 minutes. They tried to cover some things. And uh, they're wrapping up. And he's talking about Trump and the black vote and all that. And he goes, well, if I'm going to vote for... Donald Trump, instead of me, you ain't black. And then you hear, you hear his handle in the background. Up, oh, up, oh, thank, thank you. We're gonna, we're gonna go now. Um, we need the camera. Jill's coming in next. We need, we, we gotta go. See you later. Get off the line. I know, I know. His campaign manager wanted to pull the internet, just pull the whole, yank the modem out the wall. Get it out. We're done. I watched the clip and I was like, literally the the brain exploding emoji is just over and over again. I turned into a whole real life GIF. I was like, is he serious? Is it GIF or GIF? Nigga, please. Nigga, please. Okay. I think I go. I hit back. I said. I said he really ain't say that. He said something else. I hit back three times. Black, huh? Okay. Alright. He really said it. But this is like my my issues with people going to the Breakfast Club as politics notwithstanding, it was just a bad moment. What a what a moment. The Breakfast Club is such a terrible show, first of all. 
all of the interviewers are retarded. And excuse me for using the R word, but they, I can't, for lack of finding a better word to describe them, Listen, they are all ridiculous. You know how I feel about the R word. I never heard an R word say they feel offended by the R word. I, I just, anyway. I feel like mentally disabled or mentally challenged is more offensive. But sorry, go ahead. Come on, come on. You get you getting us off track. Come I know. on, come on, I'm come sorry. on. Charlemagne is literally the worst. Like, is there a worse person to be in an interview with? I don't honestly know. His opinions are so terrible. Like, I listen to him talk and I'm like, oh my God, go back to sitting on LeBron's dick and don't speak to us ever again. Ever again. But then, like, the thing. The thing with Joe Biden that frustrates me is he is every white person who has been allowed in a black space and then thinks that he can speak for black people. Don't do it. Don't do it ever. Shut up. Shut all the way up. Just be quiet. It's it, eight years of a VP next to yeah. a black man does not mean you are allowed to talk to black people like that ever. No, no, it's, it's our fault, though, because South Carolina saved his ass because he was not in this at all. At all. Until they got South Carolina's primary, um, one of their longest sitting, I think, I think Clyburn's a rep. I think he's in the, I think he's in the House House of Reps. I don't know. I don't think he's. A, I don't think he's a U.S. senator. Endorses him. He runs away with South Carolina, and then from then on, he just runs away with all of it. He hasn't. He, he ain't been out of it since. He he been he been, he been he's been washing niggas since. Like every every primary, he's won bigger and bigger and bigger. The only one he didn't win is California. And at that I point, it didn't fucking matter. I can't understand it. I can't, I cannot understand it. He was trying to be funny. I get what he was doing, but it just, it was bad. It was a bad look. Like, what are you doing? It was a bad and look. He wasn't so even crazy. smart enough to know he, it wasn't, he wasn't even smart enough to know he fucked up. Like, yeah, he just kept going. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> he, he wasn't even smart enough to know, like, I screwed up. No, not, not him. Not Joe. Just kept running through. <laughs> Like, His campaign manager was like, was like, oh, no, oh, no, Joe, what are you doing to me? They just try to they try to pander, yo, because that wasn't even. And I mean, you say what you want about Charlemagne, but that wasn't even the question he asked. <laughs> no, no, it, wasn't. it wasn't even it wasn't. the question he asked. And he tried to throw a joke in there. And if you ain't, if, My you, if you have is, trouble deciding why, whether you're why? for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Can I have Oreos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, was, you know, it's it was, black it Oreos that Bianca's asking for. Huh? <laughs> I'm I'm hungry. I didn't I didn't eat lunch. He, he made me breakfast this morning, but I didn't eat lunch, and I'm trying to find a snack. Cause my stomach is growling. Is it's like right in between dinner. I'm very sorry. Okay. Oh, you didn't even got the black Oreos. You got the white Oreos. Yo, you. Nigga, I have you, both, Joe okay? Biden, out here. I'm B. an equal opportunity. I'm an equal opportunity you Oreo Joe eater. Joe Biden out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My problem is people going to the Breakfast Club and expecting a good interview, especially as a politician. You're not going to talk about policy on the Breakfast Club. It's not happening. They're not neither none none of them. Not there's no. three of them. None of them are smart enough to talk to you about policy. No. Charlemagne's on this this kick now that this black agenda kick now that he stole from Killer Mike, um, who's actually smart enough to talk about it and. Everything he talks about when it comes to politics is that. There's no wider depth to it. There's nothing else behind it other than black agenda. It's like all he ever talks about. 
on the radio, on his podcast, when he they let him on CNN and MSNBC for whatever reason to talk politics. And they've made a nigga with a GED who doesn't understand politics a political <laughs> voice. I had a big problem with that because the nigga don't know what he's talking about. It makes my head hurt. No one, no one that listen thinks about anything other than this black agenda, this nebulous thing that nobody has a real no one has a real idea about, talks about. No one's talking about if they put Trump back in, he'll get to nominate probably three Supreme Court justices. He's already put in about 100 federal judges. If he gets another four years, he'll probably put in another 100, maybe 150. These are the things that shape policy for generations. Black agenda's cool. I'd like to see one. That's genuine. Not your, what what Joe Biden calling his black agenda? Lift every voice. Which doesn't get more pandering than lift every voice and sing. Uh, pander, pander, pander. I, you know, pander to me. I, I'm not. I'm fine with that. I know politics is all a game. Pander to me. You could just lie, 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 lie well better. enough that I can kind. Of, I can. I can actually get behind you. Should, It'd be great if you like believed in the shit you said. But I don't have, expect uh, that at this point. Should he have pulled hot sauce out his purse? Another bad thing that happened in a Breakfast Club interview: hot sauce. Or if you're Kamala Harris, you admit to smoking weed, which I, we, as people that are under 50, we don't give a shit about. But millennials don't really else vote does. like that. Millennials really don't vote like that. That's why Bernie is home now complaining. Because she he, listened to he rap put music his, he, in he the early 90s too, Eric. I mean, she went to Howard. That's one bad choice. But she's also 50, so I expect her to listen to hip hop. I, um, I thought they were the real age you. I don't understand. Fuck you. Come on. And fuck Come on. her for now. Um, I just don't see... Nobody's benefited from going to Breakfast Club as a politician. None of them have. Nothing's good has come no. from it. So why do people... I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But they keep going. You got, you got a point there. Look at Andrew Gillum. I mean... It's just embarrassing at this point. I, I don't know when the Breakfast Club became like the presidential we're going to reach out to black people show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who coined it that, but the idiocy that occurs on that show when it happens is in, like, it's so cringeworthy. You get secondhand embarrassment it's, for all people involved. It's about trying to get the voters who aren't voting. And if you but got, not if voting. You got, they won't even vote for Bernie. They're not going to vote for nobody else. No. I get it. No, that's out. But it's still one of the most popular right, shows. They stay home. So they're trying to get voters who aren't voting and maybe no, no. I don't because they're not swaying anybody that really listens to the Breakfast Club. Like, no. So it's about getting them to vote because. But especially because then when they go on the show, they make such asses of themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Black, black people already feel a way about decrepit old white people, and then you go on the show and you pander to them and insult the little bit of intelligence they may have about politics or your your politics in general because they've just been so fed up they're ignoring it for the most part. So mm -hmm. while you're trying to reach a person who wouldn't normally vote, you've insulted them, you look ignorant, and now they're like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Question. Would y'all blame people if they didn't vote this year? Yes. I, I always do. Just go fuck mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think people don't know enough, which I get. 
politics is like a convoluted. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that presidents and people that sit in power do behind the scenes that people don't know about. They just think about the flashy shit they see every four years. Like, if you're not going to vote for the presidential, vote local. That's much more important to your daily life than what happens every four years at the at the presidential level. But right. I think you should always vote. You should always have some kind of involvement in the process because the shit's happening to you. Now, if you're one of those people that's so disillusioned that you don't vote at all, like you don't even vote local, that's more about not understanding what goes into it. Because, you know, your mayors, your aldermen, people that run the boards, that the departments like the Board of Ed and all that, and the cities you live in affect your daily life. So you should know about them. You should vote for that all the time, always. Because right. that's going to affect your roads, the schools you go to, your local taxes and all that shit. But it doesn't get the, t- they, don't, they don't get the pub that what? the DNC, the RNC get the debates that happen much more frequently now over the last eight years than they did yeah. before because it's on TV, it's all in your face all the time. Right, but and local still right. runs on, I say, on I would newspapers say, for the most part. Exactly. And then if you, newspapers if there, that if there is read. an online article, you got to pay fucking for every article. Right. You pay monthly for, right. so people aren't doing that shit. I'm not doing that shit. Right, it's just easier to turn on CNN and see what's happening on a national level as opposed to looking at your local news or reading your local publication to see. But those things really matter. And like I was speaking about, on a national level, the things that happen behind the scenes, nominating judges, those things, those people stay in office for a life. That's a lifetime appointment. That's That's not four years, you vote them back out. Like these judges that are getting in now, they're very conservative. They're not going anywhere. And then he's if he gets another four years, he's probably going to put in another three Supreme Court justices. We've all been holding on to Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg with Strings and Wyatt for the X amount of years. Like she's in her mid 80s. She's not well, but she's holding on. I applaud her because she's too stubborn to go. I feel her because she knows what happens when she gives up that seat. She gives up that seat. There's another conservative in there. When Obama was leaving, they didn't let him nominate Marlon Garrick, who was more more moderate than anything because Obama was pretty moderate himself. But these people that are going to come in, all these people coming in next, like like Kavanaugh and all them, they're all going to be super right. They're going to shape things that have been in place already like roe v wade will probably be the first thing to go yep. there are they, the the jane roe already came out and said they paid her to talk bad about um talk to talk bad about pro-life so the person that shaped that policy has come out and said i got paid to speak that way what do you think is going to happen they get a, they get an extra vote to the conservative side on the supreme court see you later that shit's out of here so it's important to vote you need to know more about than whatever novelty agenda they're coming up with now plays most in the news. You need to know the shit that happens in the background because that's the shit that really affects all of us for right. decades to come. So go vote. And, you know, I know about reparations, black people. I mean, I'd like a, I'd like an extra few dollars too. <laughs> Maybe just, you know, forgive my student loans. That'll be my reparation. I'm, I'm cool with that. Just forgive all my debt. Just clear it all. I'll be happy. Um, but I just don't. 
I don't know how feasible it is to stay home because of a black agenda, so to say. Right. I think we I think we already saw what happens when you don't vote because you feel like you're only voting for the lesser of two evils or whatever. And an, another thing that I say all the time is that I don't feel like I have the right to complain at the level that I do, which I complain about politi- politicians and politics and the state of our country quite often. Um, I don't feel I have the right to do that if I'm not going to play a role in at least trying to sway it more towards something that works for me. Biden isn't my number one choice. I don't agree with a lot of the shit that he says or does, unfortunately, but he's more of my choice than Trump could ever be. And yes. I've I've got to go with that because it's the only option that you niggas left me with. So, you know, may I not be thrilled about it? No, but do I think that he would at least attempt to better serve my needs than the idiot we have in office right now? I would hope so. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too. People have gotten so used to voting for people they like. People voted for George right. because they liked him. People voted for Bill Clinton because they liked him. People voted for Barack Obama because they liked him. People didn't like Hillary, so they stayed home. People liked Donald Trump. They didn't stay home for the most part. Voting was down in right. 2016, but that that's the thing, you know, you know. This ain't a popularity contest. Well, it shouldn't be, but it, it fucking is. But like, this is like life you're talking about at all levels. So you need to study the person that's running, know what they're about, whether you like how they present or not. What I, I like somebody more than Biden who can actually speak in public, like a, a coherent thought, that'd be awesome. Is he a tad too moderate for my liking? Absolutely. Do I trust him more to put the right people around him to do this shit that he says he's going to do? I do. I think he'll go in and he'll be more cognizant of saying, okay, I was the first black president's VP. Very well, very popular, very well-liked president. I'll go in and build on what he put in place, which put the country in a good place for eight years, which all of the shit now because... Y'all are the nigga who can't even keep a casino open. Run the country. Right. That's another thing. You can't keep a casino open, my nigga? A casino? Like, people go in and give you bread. It's designed, and people go in and happily give you money. Like, they just give you their bread. Happily. Right. They get back, they get back a percentage. They, 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 they go to you. You can keep one open? A problem with that. Y'all like, run the country. <laughs> Into the dirt. Into the dirt. Yeah, we're fucked. Basically. Yeah, so, we're you know, fucked. stop going to the breakfast club. Stop going. Please stop. Oh, please stop going to the breakfast club. It's, it's not helpful. You're not, you're not doing nobody no good. You're wasting everybody's time. Yelling, like I said, yelling nigga with a GED talk to you, kind of talk to you any kind of way. Couldn't be me. Tell me what else the president do other than your black agenda. Shut up. Or uh, Evan, are you gonna hold? Are you gonna hold your vote hostage, Evan, till till a black agenda comes out that you like? You holding your vote hostage? Yes. Yeah. Good yes, for you. I am. That'll. That'll. This show is them. my vote, hold and you can't vote. have it. That's right. That'll, that'll show them. Absolutely. That'll show. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Versus is back tonight. 
Versus was back the other day. It was back the other day. But, but like, motherfuckers don't want to listen to dance hall. It's dance hall, not dance home. Like, I ain't trying to listen to that shit. At fucking first of all, reggae's fire. That shit was lit. Don't, don't be disrespectful. I'm not. I'm just saying. What? Like, I'm like, you're supposed to have a. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, that shit was dope. They were in the I same know. place. Oh. They were in the same place, but yeah, yeah. so the you know you didn't have the audio fuck up, the internet fucking up. I don't know. From what I understand, it wasn't right. It was straight. It was cool. Yeah, I nah, it sounded great. I was yeah. worried that they were in Jamaica. I didn't know. You know. I don't know if the, the signal signal down there is kind of like it is at home, you know what I mean? But they sounded good. They had energy. They was in their jam. And, of course, they were in Jamaica, so the outfits. Ooh, the outfits. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Ooh, niggas in Jamaica can't dress. Ooh-wee. Um, but it was cool. Um, I didn't think the, I didn't think tonight was happening. I thought they canceled that. Did they? But I I thought they did. Oh, I, thought I don't know. I from 12 put out some kind of... Some I heard kind of statement. I heard he wasn't gonna be there, but I thought. Uh, oh, he's not gonna be. That's what it was. He's not gonna be there. Okay, you might be right. I, I just. Yeah. Uh, from what? Yeah, from my understanding, he wasn't. Him and uh, Duran, I think, weren't gonna be there. Which is just weird. Like they, they just dropped. No, is, that, no, is that the nigga that just that just rap Duran? Is that the nigga that just rap? Or is he the other tall nigga that look 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 like the other tall nigga? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I can't. Okay. Okay. I just know. I, don't know I know. Their names. I know. Slim. I don't remember. I see a picture came out. I couldn't even identify him. Slim. Slim wasn't even slim no more. That nigga was thick. <laughs> got a little, got a little, slim got thick. Slim got, got thick. Little, so I don't. Got a, little chub, got a little chubby about the face. I don't know, yeah, bro. It's like we gonna do. I, I recognize any of them niggas. <laughs> so here's how I know one twelve, right? Cute. Cute and there's two of them that look just like they're both about the same size, built the same way. Slim's the little one with the whiny voice, and there's a short, stubby one that rapped. That's all I know about. I don't remember anyone they, rapping in 112, yo. Or maybe he didn't rap, but he really couldn't sing. And, and I can't remember his name. He always reminds me of, like, uh, ooh, who's one who, who rapped the new edition? Bivin. Like Bivin. The one, the one who couldn't, because, you know, Biv can't sing, but he was there. He was their friend, so they let him hang around and get rich. Right. He can't sing a lick. Nice Ooh, Bivens can't sing a lick. Jesus. Jesus made jokes that nigga can't sing. But he was there. That's what matters. He got his money. Yeah. So, so it's 112 versus the greatest R&B group of the 21st century. Jagged Edge. They, boy, they were slandering Jagged Edge 100 miles an hour on Twitter. I said, where's Evan? He won't stand for this. Where is he at? I've seen, seen it like seven hours later, your tweet. But I didn't, I didn't see any of this shit. Ooh, they they're slandering Jagged Edge. They sleeping on Jagged Edge, yo. They sleeping on them. If they slander in they Jagged Edge, they sleeping on them. They got five records we all know. What? They got five records we all know. Five. All right, wait, we all know. Wait till that shit happens. You can be like, oh, they actually got a little bit more. I forgot about this. I for- there's gonna be a lot married. of there's gonna be Let's a lot married. of Jagged Edge Let's records y'all forgot about. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. Promise. There's gonna be a lot. Walked y'all out for- of heaven. Right, Over the party at. Look, that's traded all remix. Look at traded all part three. <laughs> Promise remix. Let's get married remix. Um, they was on somebody else's remix. Son, they're gonna play traded all twice. I'm gonna laugh both times. They like let's trade it all <laughs> again. Play traded all. Twice. Run it back. Yeah, y'all, y'all gonna realize they got more songs than y'all can remember. All right, 
And y'all gonna be like, yo, we you. thought. Then y'all, on the flip yeah. side, y'all gonna be like, yo, I thought 112 had more songs than this. It's gonna be yeah, closer they play, to. They playing all the bad boy people. It's gonna be closer to all the bad. Boys. See, that's cheating, though, yo. We talked about this last week. I don't like the feature shit. That's cheating, yo. Oh, like yo, you got Diddy Jagged on his, like that's cheating. There, I mean, granted, I guess JD, I guess they got Jagged Edge got JD on their side, so they was on a few more. But that's like yo, I hate I hate that. I mean, I guess and it's it's the R and B is usually the hooks, so yeah. that might be a little bit better than uh, the like ludicrous hopping on fucking what is it? Oh, is that the name of the song? I think so. Like you, you think, played O Luda. Yes. Again, Luda's in my top five, but he played O. No, no, no. But, I was real mad. Looted and played the Splash Waterfalls, the remix, the rap with the, with the Sadiq sample. Ooh, that shit fire. Mm. He put the original originals dope too, but the, the remix. I think is fire. he started playing that. Didn't he start it with the with the remix? No, he played. He played the original. No, but there was a there was a like he he f- mixed it into the original. So there was oh, something at the beginning that, and he mixed it into the original. So I think he did play it to start with. I know, I know the remix is just whatever you want. He just put a put a little extra beat in there. That's fine though. The Tony Tony tone sample was Sadiq and Ooh, that shit yeah, fire. He I think he start, I, I'm pretty sure he started. Jagged off with twelve that one. tonight. I don't know, my G. Battle of Atlanta. Put it down to ten. Put it down, <laughs> put to, it 10. down to ten. Don't no twenty. Give us ten. Yo. Get in, get out. Because they're gonna start going to twenty. They're gonna start losing people. Things I mean like. The attention span, don't be there. Nah, y'all nah, under, y'all nah, underestimating. Nah, y'all underestimating. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be closer than niggas think. It's going to be closer um, than y'all think. I didn't know this, but Babyface was on Instagram. He went on Instagram again last night for Babyface. Yeah. He did a little, yeah, he went on live. He was talking about the Way Next Hell soundtrack for all the aunties out there. It's 25 year anniversary. Fire. A you fire soundtrack. You know, I don't think I've ever heard. You know, can he can he do his thing? So, so Babyface, I, I I watched part of it because he was talking to Tony Braxton. He in there, he got on all white linen, like he going to the like he going to the linen party. Got a shirt on. I said, look at this nigga, look at this nigga here, going just going through all the, all the hits he wrote. He got his guitar out. He just chilling, look looking like uncle that steal all your girls and shit because he so gets cool. sick. So. <laughs> He learned. He learned how to use IG. Good for him. I was. I was worried. I said, oh, "They're never gonna talk to us." He's sick of us. He said, "No, I'm gonna talk to my audience. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna go talk to your auntie. I'm sick of you, young niggas. Let me go talk to your auntie real quick on Instagram." That's exactly. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I don't know. So y'all going one twelve? Is that how y'all going with? I just wanted them uh, to do ten. They don't have. They don't have enough songs. Neither one of them have enough for twenty. Give me ten. I think y'all under I think y'all underestimated. I think they could pull I think Jagged Edge could put put out twenty. One twelve on the other hand. Is it tonight? What, it's that tonight. We yeah. all know. It's that tonight. Everybody know. Not twenty you know. Twenty right. everybody know. Cause you're a fan, so maybe, fans always uh, know maybe. more songs than everybody well, else. Well if you're doing features, yes. Twenty that everybody knows if you're doing features. Interesting. I'm, I'm a watch. Yes. Well, that shit else yes. I'm, I'm a watch. But and yeah. once they once they get once they get past five, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Everybody's tension span in the room. Going down. On the way down. Oh man. All right. 
What the hell else are we talking about here? Uh, Joe Rogan got the bag from Spotify. Uh, the bag. 100 plus million. Who knows how much it, it really is, but they just said 100 plus. You know, it's like plus can mean anything. Right. So, <laughs> but Joe Rogan's been doing his podcast, what, 10 years at this point? I think he's one of the first people to even start one. Just about, yeah. He puts out one damn near every day, just about, right? Yo, he's. Yeah, he he cranks them shits out, bro. Them shits be two hours, three hours long. He'll do sometimes he'll put out two in a day, th- three in a day, Jesus. depending on how long but, they are. Yeah, he's cracking them. He's cranking out at least whether it may not be every day, but he's cranking out at least like every other day, s- at least seven a week, at least because you figure like especially but, especially when he yeah. was on the road, like he'll go and perform on a weekend, so he probably wasn't if yeah right. if he's if he's touring. But I don't even think he tours like that either. But he's cranking them shits out. That's all. And he's a really good interviewer. Um, he's one of those people that can sit and talk to somebody and get a good convo out of them, and you won't even know it's been three hours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Joe Rogan likes to smoke weed, talk about spaceships and shit like that. He he pulled you in because I, I, I caught myself. He was talking to somebody. It was like some, this this woman who's a comedian I never heard of her before. But, like, they just had such a good conversation. I sat there and listened. I was like... I don't care about this woman. Why am I sitting here yeah. listening to this conversation? Yep. But not. Nah, he's that good. And he's got a huge audience. He's like, I think he's he's probably the biggest one as far as podcasters go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going it's all exciting. over to Spotify. Yeah. Spotify is apparently getting video now. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Joe, but... Rogan, no, Joe Rogan's getting video on Spotify. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> Joe Rogan ain't but... Getting his video on Spotify. I don't know about the rest of these niggas. I mean, other podcasts do video. I mean, if they, depending on how they, I think they're coming at YouTube, bro. I think they're coming at YouTube. We're trying to. I think they're coming at I YouTube. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it too. So I'll be watching. I'll be watching closely. See what's going on there. Um, because you know we're putting out video clips, guys. Now YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how this episode is going to work because Eric got Nelly Wi-Fi and I, I've been watching him this whole time and I'm like, yo, I don't know if I can we do, say we, 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 down, we down bad over here, you know what I mean? We down bad over here. I might put this, mm-hmm. I might put this up actually as we're talking about it just so y'all can see. It's bad news, man. Because it's, it's whoo. Oh. It's crazy because I was worried I'm, my Wi-Fi would be the problem. No, me too. I knew once I came once I came back home and right, right. It was still Frontier, Front, and Frontier, uh, bro. They, yeah, they're, they're right, just it, it's the worst service ever. I don't know why AT and T Uverse fucking jumped out of Connecticut. I don't know why they did that shit, but yeah, it's bad. I was telling you the other day. It's one. It's them, and it's the lowest one. Like when I when I had my when I had my spot, I had. I had, I had Xfinity, but I had the blast. So I had the fastest speed you could get. Right. The lagging. I, I can't do that. You know, just because my phone and my TV are on at the same time, I have a slow speed. No, no can do. I yeah, mean, nah, you got to have. And when I move again, I'm getting, wherever I go, I'm getting fucking Fios. I want the fiber optics. The shit they put in the ground to go across the ocean and shit. I want that for the end. Mm-hmm. I don't want this other shit they talk about. I'm on uh, Frontier's website right now. Their highest, their highest, is uh, forty-five megabytes per second. 
Jesus. That's their highest. <laughs> their low. Oh their internet runs they have, backwards. They have three plans: six six megabytes per second, twenty five yeah. megabytes per second, and forty five. Yeah. I have. Yuck. I have three hundred megabytes per second. That's what I had. I like, yeah, I like, it was like three or three twenty five. And That's I, what I, I had. might as well plug into an Ethernet cord. My I head. was considering switching Back. over. To, yeah, yeah. I, I was switching it. over. I was considering switching over to the one one gigabyte per second but it's not needed yet it's gonna be needed probably another two years but because uh, i'm waiting for the, the the actual hardware to catch up to that shit but i saw my boy lives down in uh one of my boys he's a, he lives in alexandria he's got verizon files he got the gigabit he got the one he got the one because only 75 bucks to get the fastest speed on files Mm-hmm. $75. He, was, he was just showing me. He was like, he just tapped the button. The whole screen just opened up like it was nothing. I said, look at this. $75? Can I borrow this? That's cheap. Yo, yo, they fucking, I got cocks. They charge you for data. There's not unlimited data for my Wi Fi. Yeah, there's not unlimited data. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So, that's thick. So, I, I'm paying for an extra 500 gigabytes per month. That's like 20 bucks for that shit. So, I'm paying. My my bill is, is one thirty five, one hundred thirty five just yeah. for internet. And if I wanted unlimited, it would be like one fifty five just for fucking internet, bro. Yeah, Pro- my internet was scam likely. Was like no scamming. Potential, no, ain't no potential. Big scam. Big scam. I will say they're uh they're through this pandemic. They're not. They're making everyone's unlimited. So I'll say I'll throw an asterisk there. So the last three bills haven't had that extra 30 30 bucks or whatever it was Mm -hmm. but yeah so i've been paying 105 the last three months but still if y'all could do this now y'all could have been did this shit fucking (laughs) cocks you're named after what white name is crazy never mind any name is crazy wow (laughs) name is wow y'all named after what white girls call dicks yes wow my g well, Cox. we should talk about Evan's boo. Who that? Doja Cat. Why is that my boo? I don't know nothing about her. Everybody calling her Did racist. You say she was, Everyone calling her didn't racist. Did you say she was fine? I don't. He don't remember. Everyone calling her racist, and I'm like, I thought she was black. She uh, is. She's well, half and half. She's half and half. But apparently, on Mother's Day, she was in chat rooms with white people. Um participating in racial slurs, um, all kinds of wild shit. Talking about how she's not attracted to black men. Uh, you know, just the whole gambit. She put out the infamous apology, iPhone notes. You know, I'm so sorry. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't participate in any of this stuff, but people have actual video of her in the chat rooms having these conversations. Um, and it's not one of those things where it was years ago. It was literally last month, <laughs> this month. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it happened three days ago. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking like, at her. She's pretty, but there's just too much going on, like the hair and all of that. There's no real way of telling like how she really looks. I guess mm-hmm. for me to be like, yo, she bad. Mm-hmm. Understandable. I couldn't pick her out in a lineup. I don't know who the fuck she yeah, is. Yeah, no, me, me either. I just, I just assumed Join she was black. Join the club, buddy. But she's she's half black, so that she's black. That ain't like a girl. Uh, that ain't like like a girl, Lana. The girl Lana was out here big tripping. 
Well, I guess who's Lana? Yes, Lana, 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 Lana Del, Del Rey. Rey. Lana Del Rey lost her mind. But I guess Doja was. That's not like that's not like a white name. It is Lana's it is. white. But I guess Doja was basically saying how happy she is to be light skinned that she kind of passes for white. This is all stuff she was saying in the in the chat rooms yeah, right. and just you know. All right, try telling that just, to a white person. All right. Exactly. Because I yeah. just looked at your pictures. Right, you don't look white. I, I tell people all the time, white people not. You white don't look white. Who, who not. Don't worry. White people can smell the 1% nigga in you, nigga. You know who <laughs> looks sniff that shit out. You know who looks white, Doja yeah, Cat? Big facts. Lana Del Rey. She look white as fuck, and that's because she's white. Yes. That's big facts. Big fact, baby. So Lana just woke mm. up in the middle of this pandemic and decided to lose her motherfucking mind. And she also put out a, Yo, a large hold on. statement. Hold on. I'm sorry for cutting you off. These niggas on my Facebook, bruh. Oh, yeah. Stalking me. Cox is on my Facebook right now stalking me. Granted, I just... No, I I Googled Frontier. I didn't even Google Cox. These niggas on my Facebook. Yeah, they they know what time it is. They can hear you, bruh. Talking about Giga Blast, eh? Big facts. Big facts. So... So Lana just woke up in the yep. middle of this pandemic. She was feeling extra froggy. Maybe she just hadn't had any kind of social contact in a while and lost her fucking mind. She put out this huge statement that said, question for the culture. Now, oh God. as a caucasoidal woman, I want to know whose fucking culture she was talking about, first of all. Oh, God. Then she, yeah. Then she says, now that Doja Cat... Ariana, Camila, Cardi B, Kehlani, and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect, or dancing for money or whatever I want without being crucified or saying that I'm glamorizing abuse? This was just the first paragraph. That's a lot. Now, and it's a whole like, it's a whole statement. I don't know if you can see. Jesus Christ! Yo, she went in. Yo, Facebook, all that shit. Instagram. If I have to click read more, I'm not reading that shit, bro. Save your words. No, no. that was a picture. That's not even her caption. That was the picture she posted. Because she so, know motherfuckers ain't click and read more. So she's like, I'm gonna try to trick these motherfuckers. And put it in a picture. And then she posted a second paragraph that was separate. And in this, she says, I'll be detailing some of my feelings in my next two books of poetry oh, with no. Simon and More? Schuster. So oh. the, the jig is up. She was trying to reel people in to make money. But my thing is, first of all, and we all know this to be true. She could have probably listed all those women and got away with it. But the bitch spoke about Beyonce. And Nobody so within about... Yeah. Within about 30 yeah. seconds, the beehive was all over her life. If she sells another record ever again, I will be amazed. But she Ooh. was trying to act as though she is some kind of pioneer of a woman talking through her music about female sexual um, liberties and things of that nature. And I'm like, yo, I, I've been a Beyonce fan all my life. I was a Destiny's Child fan from the time I was like six, seven years old. I can remember them calling men bugaboos, telling these niggas to pay their bills, talking about what kind of men they wanted. 
I can remember Beyonce talking about, you know, cheating, lying, being sexual with her husband, all this stuff for years. And and that's just Beyonce. We go yeah. further back. You have all of these women in our culture. I don't know whose culture Lana is a part of talking about being liberated sexually. Right. The culture, whatever the fuck that is. Duh. Talking about being liber- like sexually liberated as a woman and and doing what you want with your body. There are so many artists that came before her that have done this. I was like, who the fuck does she think she is? Privilege. She thought she was special. Privilege. Nah, she thought she was special. She thought she was gonna be able to get that off, and nobody was gonna say nothing. She was wrong, but she thought she gave it. A, she gave it a run. Dragged her. She had to come out with a statement. You know, I'm not trying to talk bad about nobody. I'm just trying to give you my uh, my thoughts. Right. She gave she gave us one of those after. Like I didn't really mean it. Please stop putting thought, bumblebees in my mentions. But then named all black women, mm-hmm. and then threw in Ariana Grande just to be like, you know, it's not a racial thing. Which throw off the scent. Right. <laughs> but you know what it was? Those two songs that went one and two on the Billboard that that the week before. She comes yep. out a few days later, has some has some slick to say. Nobody's trying to hear from you right now. Be- some, somebody posted a, a a meme about her seeing the Billboard charts, and it was like four black women that were the top number one and number two, and on the Billboard charts for like the whole week or whatever. And it was a meme that said, "It's a little too niggery in here." And they were like, "This is Lana when right. she sees the Billboard chart." I was crying because you know well, what? Too- it really did seem like that. Like that's how she felt. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's exactly how she felt. Look at all these niggas doing well. Be a shame if somebody came and ruined it. Right. She sound like me when I see everybody out for Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Look at all y'all having fun. Be a real shame if somebody came and ruined it. Real shame. Corona just be looking at that shit like. <laughs> oh, Corona hype. Be like, yes. I got spread. Oh man! All right, did y'all watch Insecure? I did. Mm-mm. It was but another. We can wait to talk, about, talk it. about it until Eric watches. If you guys want, it was another filler episode. Yeah, I mean, we already told Eric the gist of it, so I did. I did start. <laughs> I did start an Insecure poll, though. I, I should check the. All right. Yeah. Check. Uh, it was. It just followed Molly after the argument with Issa, pretty much, and. At least she called her therapist. She called her therapist at the end of it. So that's how Thank God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Therapist ain't, ain't answered, but. They left a message, okay. you know. Yeah. Therapist's probably a little busy right She's now. She's like, it's Molly. Like, yo, you going to call your doctor and not give your last name, bro? Like, <laughs> how do I know yeah, who to uh, call back? She, but Molly, she's that, that's such not, a That's not like she, the, the therapist already know who it is. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Touche, touche. Molly's just such a mess. Like, my thing is, how do you go from two episodes ago where you're telling your best friend you won't help her with an important event in her life because your relationship is too important to you to getting into an altercation with your boyfriend's brother in a pool where you tell him, fuck you? And her brother, his brother egged her on, too. She, oh, he did. It definitely escalated, but her brother, her brother's one of them, like, so he was a devil's advocate type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally said devil's advocate here about racism. Like, yeah, l- you gotta let that one go, bro. <laughs> that's not the that's not the topic to be devil's advocate about right now. 
But my thing it's with never, her is never if, you're gonna, if you're going to be in an interracial relationship, right? This is your boyfriend's family. You're a lawyer. You don't know how to argue a little bit more politically correct than fuck you in a pool and then just storming off. Like, but your relationship is important to you. Now you've made like all this awkwardness. They didn't, he, they didn't even want to be around each other. You guys are on vacation together. Like it was just weird. Yeah. And then and then you see Andrew kind of like trying to piece it together. Well, I spoke to my brother. Well, are you okay? Like you're putting him in all these awkward positions with everybody in his life. He's in weird positions with Nathan. Nathan FaceTimes him. Issa's in the background and Molly's making statements about them. Shit she don't even fucking know about. Like basically making her boyfriend feel uncomfortable about every single person in his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I want to, but I don't understand Molly a lot of the time. There's, there was a special guest this episode, too. They, they've been bringing there back was, the old was, black actresses, yo. I love it, yo. Yes. I was so excited to see her. I do it? not, I cannot Ra- for the life of me remember Raj- her. Regine. Actual... Oh, Kim Fields. There yes. we go. All right, Regine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She had a uh, guest appearance. She had a cameo. cameo. Mm-hmm. So what's your poll, B? You found it? Oh, yes, I found it. So my poll was, was Lawrence calling Issa or condolences at the end of the episode? Or did he call them both because men? <laughs> See you answer first. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'll say Issa. I'll say Issa just because it's Issa's show and she wasn't in this episode pretty much. So I'm going to say Issa. Oh, she won an episode at all? It's definitely Issa. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 she wasn't. She has a a five-second clip where you hear her in the back of the conversation between Nathan and uh, Andrew where she's at Nathan's house with him. But that's oh, shit, is that hopscotch? Or something like that. Yeah. And, and then and when it. Molly gets back to the airport with Andrew, she runs into Lawrence and they have this really awkward Mad and uncomfortable awkward. encounter. He goes to shake her hand. She kind of laughs. So then they like awkwardly hug. It was very uncomfortable. And as he's walking out, he makes a phone call and he's like, hey, like, just wondering what you're doing. I was thinking about you. Give me a call. And like kind of like hangs up type of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Issa. We don't, we don't need no more condola. We don't need no more condola. I'm over it. You might get a little bit yeah. more. You might get a little more. So, so 44% of people are saying Issa, 22% say condolences, and 34% said call them both because men. Women's, <laughs> women's so insecure, yo. Mm, okay. All right. Sure. Sure. That's what it is. Ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the gist of the episode. Mm. We'll see. I don't fucking know. It's it's slowed down, but anything? I mean, you figured it would. Yeah. Uh oh, talking about TV shows. But Eric, you said you. Yeah, I'll finish it by next week for sure. I'll finish it by next week. Listen, I'm ready listen, to talk listen, about. Listen, I'm ready to put Ho- Homeland in the greatest shows category. One of the greatest shows category ever. I'm ready to put it in there. Very good. It's they, very they, good. They, I want my husband to watch it. They I may stuck, rewatch it with him. They stuck the landing. No, like no pun intended. But if you watched last season, you know why. Just, 
They 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 stuck the lid in, yo. They stuck it. It was so good. They stuck it. I don't know what to say. Like, it's I'm putting it in there, yo. I'm putting it in my list. The top top shows ever. Eric, let me see. Let me see how bad your let me see how let me see how bad your list is first. Shut up. How good your list shows your favorite shows ever? It might be trash, and then if you say you stuck the landing, your favorite show list is trash. I can't believe. I'd have to. I'd have to sit down and think about it, obviously. But uh, I mean, it ain't like a, a a given. Like it ain't just throwing it in. Like I threw Will Smith in my top five. Like that's that's easy. That's a no brainer. Will Smith in the top five is a no fucking brainer, bro. But uh, I mean, you got Breaking Bad. You got Home, not Homeland. Uh, see, see, this is why I gotta think about it because my fucking brain buffers like Eric's Wi-Fi. Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Jesus. I, I really like I really like Dexter, but it didn't it didn't stick the landing. I gotta I think about this. Dexter. I gotta think about it because Dexter didn't stick the landing. So I really, I'll get back to you. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else we got? Is that it? That's all that I got. A... Why is the blacklist? Speaking of TV shows, why has that been on here? Did something happened on the blacklist. The Blacklist Ooh, the finale decided. was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> they decided <laughs> that because of the pandemic, part of their next season, they actually recorded as being animated so that they could continue whatever it is. That they Are you just pouring water all over yourself? No, okay. no there's nothing. There's nothing. In it. It, it, it dripped, but sorry. You said animated? So what <laughs> season finale. You said animated? Yeah, so season finale. Um, they shot part of it. They couldn't get to the rest of it. So they did an animation. A bad animation at that. Of the rest of it. The actors why wouldn't they just wait? Their parts. I don't know why they didn't wait. But Jesus it was, it was Christ. The, it won great. And it was just the finale. Yep. Yeah, they should have Oh no! Oh no! This shit looked like Nintendo sixty four graphics. Thank you. It looked like gold design. Yo, for real? <laughs> Is this 007? Wow! <laughs> well, you know who's not on the list of greatest shows of all time? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, the blacklist got bro. so terrible. I, oh. I salute anybody who was able to finish it out because it was really awful. Network television. See, yeah, too many episodes. They need to cut it down to 13 and keep it moving. Network television. That 22, 23 shit ain't it. All right. It was now, good now for a thinking, long time. Yeah. Then it wasn't. Now you got me thinking about this best TV shows list. Now I'm going to have to think about it, too. Let's I'm think about it. Too. Give us a topic to talk about next week. Look at guys' Network. content. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> Get out of here. You're stupid. <laughs> All right, I got to go to the grocery store. I need to go buy my burger. Oh, good luck. Well, I guess it's not Memorial Day over there, so you might have a better luck than anyone here. But all right, y'all, stay safe. Eric, wear your mask if you're going to be out here in these streets. Touching these streets, baby. Can't be in the house no more. (laughs) Too sad. Fuck this house shit. Oh, man. Life life done fell apart, nigga. I got to touch the streets. (laughs) At the goddamn fools across social media, follow us. It's all... Instagrams, Twitter, all that shit. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe mm-hmm. to our YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. 
Um, tell a friend yes. to tell a friend. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Rate us. How many stars? Five, five of them Don't be a hater. Five stars. Five stars. There we go. <laughs> At F. Swain. Black of Wall Street. Hi, Bianca. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace.